I am almost 42 years old. And I just realized that I don't set boundaries in my life. And I thought I could get away with it because I'm a people pleaser. But shit in my life is colliding. <laughs> and it's not because of anybody else's fault, but my own. So Maria, I would like to discuss many things with you today about boundaries, gossip, and living in a country where you cannot be at peace or trying to please everybody because you never can. So welcome back to Be Unfiltered. Episode. No, we don't know. I don't know. We don't know what episode because we've been on hiatus for so long. But let me just say this is an episode. This is <laughs> the episode. This is an episode in season two and the episode to listen. Welcome back, you guys. Sex. Relationships. Careers. And just plain life. From the experience of two Latina actresses. Welcome to The Unfiltered. Hi, I am Vanessa Tomasino. And my name is Maria Bruson. This is episode 22, by the way. Thank you, Maria. Of course. She's so smart. <laughs> so, I have deep issues with wanting to be accepted and loved. I understand now that it has a lot to do with my inner child feeling like she has to be perfect to be loved. I don't think I I don't think my inner child believes that she can be loved if she's not perfect. Mm -hmm. okay. And I want to please everyone. I'm a people pleaser. I am one of those people who can never say no. And it get it gets me into a lot of trouble, Maria, because there are certain things that I don't want to be a part of. But I'm so weak in setting boundaries that I'm like, sure, I'll do it. <laughs> and then I'm a, I find myself in a mess, you know, yeah. and it happens everywhere in my personal life at work. It's everywhere, really. Um, I'm not saying I have to say no to everything, but, but I think that there's something really cool about setting limits of love, by the way, to respect yourself. So you think that you have a problem with setting boundaries and mm -hmm. all aspects of your life? Like Yes. Okay. And it came to a screeching halt with my parents. You know, this past few months have been really hard because I've had, I've had to deal with the fact that I've never actually told my parents that I'm a grown-up. Mm -hmm. Like they can see that I'm a grown-up. I am a grown-up. <laughs> I mean, I may not always act like one. <laughs> um, but there were times where I even perhaps invited them into my life as if I was a kid. Mm -hmm. I'm not blaming my parents. How so? For example, if, um, if my dad said something like, hey, uh, tell me more about your friends. Uh, how are they doing? Are they cool? And then I go, oh my God, dad, you need to listen to all of this. And I start talking to them about, you know, to my dad about my friends. And then he's like, oh no, I don't like your friends anymore because they're weird. You can't go out with them anymore. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm 41, mm -hmm. almost 42. 
you can't tell me who I can mm-hmm. see, yeah. you know, but it's my fault for inviting him by telling him about my friends. Okay. See my point? Yeah. Like I never, I never, you know, like how many times do you to call your parents and are like checking up on their lives? Who are you going out with? Who, who are you seeing? Why are you hanging out? Do you do that with your parents? Not really, no. But for some reason, they think they can do that with us because they still see us as kids. And to be quite honest, not all kids or children are people pleasers. Like I've met in the in this past few weeks a lot of other people who have said to me, Vanessa, how can you not how haven't you put a stop to this? Mm-hmm. Like they did that Including when they were me. Yeah, exactly. Like they put a stop to their parents when they were 18. I talked to this 22-year-old the other day and her mom said something like, "You know, if if you can't play by the rules of my home, then you're going to leave." And she said, "Bye." Yeah. She said, "Bye. If you're going to threaten me with kicking me out of the house that I thought was also mine, then bye." And I was like, "You said that?" She's like, "I did." What did your mom say? She's like, "Okay." And then I said to her, And if I leave, this is amazing, by the way. This Mm -hmm. is all like a revelation to me. Mm -hmm. She's like, but if I leave, you will never see me again. I was like, damn, girl. Yeah, it takes takes a good pair to be able to be that um, sure of your decision. Assertive. Assertive. But, of your decision like, but she knew she was being controlled by her mom she was able to recognize i can relate abuse. to that actually with my relationship with my mom yeah um but i started i i don't think i have a boundaries problem with my personal life mm-hmm. it's more my my professional life like my mm-hmm. my job that i have problems with boundaries with my mom actually you know, I left for college when I was 18 and I lived in the U.S. for five years. And then when I came back, you know, it must have been hard for her to have her daughter back. But it was not the same Maria that left yeah. oh, it's for college. Like you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's a total different person. Yeah. And wanting to control your child like you used to. But it, she's a different person now. She's grown up. She's, you know, more independent. Yeah. And she tried to, to, you know, overstep some boundaries and I had to talk to her and I obviously I had a lot of help with my therapist and, and, and whatnot. Um, but then when I started contributing to my household, mm-hmm. that's when I was able to, you know, step up and, and say like, this is not okay. This is okay. This is not okay. Yeah. You know, if I'm going to be contributing to this household, mm-hmm. then I also have a say on hours and parties and gatherings and whatever uh what we buy what we don't buy who we who's over who we invite over mm-hmm. and and stuff so i don't think i have a problem with boundaries with my family wow yeah you're amazing but once no, again it's just it's just my personality but that's the thing why don't i have that like what know. is it about is it because i'm a libra no, you're supposed to have balance, but there's no balance. Zero balance. I let <laughs> yeah. people step all over me. Um, and once again, I'm not saying that my parents are bad. My parents are amazing. I love them both. And my mom, especially my mom, because my mom, she was a single mom. Mm-hmm. She was such a fighter. And 
everything she's wanted to do in her professional life, she's done. I admire my mom so much, but I'm also very aware of these relationships, you know, like she keeps on telling me things like, you know, when, you know, it was easier, our relationship was easier when you were in Canada. And mm -hmm. I was like, yes, because I was in Canada mm -hmm. <laughs> because I had my home where everything was exactly the way I wanted it. And she respected my space. But now that I'm here, it's very difficult to respect that space because we're so close, you know? And mm -hmm. anyway, so I'm not hating on any parent. I'm just saying it's really hard to set boundaries because we respect and we love our parents. And if we say something like, hey, I need my space, they will take it like, oh, you don't like me anymore. You hate me. I gave you everything. I gave you life, you know, and then, then I'm the only person that really loves you. It's hard. It is hard. Yeah. Because like in their eyes, something's changed. Exactly. In your eyes, it's like, I need this to be able to have a healthy relationship with you. Yeah. You know? I, I'm, I'm a grown up, you know, well, I think I'm a grown up, you know, <laughs> so so I'm, I've been noticing that. But, you know, boundaries for me it goes to a deeper issue. And I think it's the issue of once again, what I was just saying right now of feeling like I have to be perfect to be loved and I'm a people pleaser. So anything anybody says about me, negative, negative things about me, I lose my cool. You know, I know we are all like that because we're human and we're sensitive. I get that. But me, it throws me into this tailspin of, even questioning my own life, you know, where I go, because if anything, like, let's say if my dad says something like, get it together, you're acting crazy, what's wrong with you? I will take that to heart and I will go home and be like, I'm crazy mm -hmm. and actually believe that I'm crazy, mm -hmm. you know, and, and in a country like El Salvador, it's a Central American country in Latin America, it's so small that it's like a town where everybody knows everybody. And there's so many rumors and gossip. And then if anybody says anything, you just feel bad. You know, I've had rumors about me forever since I was in high school. You know, I've always been a very controversial character in this country. And I don't know if I ever told you this, but when I was living in Canada, I was working as an actress very successful at the time. It was 2003 or four. So I was just starting my career, but I was already in a, in a, a lead in a series, in a cartoon. And I was doing well. I was a 22 year old kid, you mm -hmm. know, doing super well. I hadn't been to El Salvador in a long time because I was <clears throat> processing my Canadian residency and mm -hmm. all that stuff. So I couldn't leave. So I had to be in Canada for three years straight. So I hadn't seen my parents. I hadn't seen anybody. Anyway, I found, and this was at the time where there was no internet. I mean, the, there was internet, but you had to go to the cyber cafes, you know, like people, it's not like you had it on your phone, you know, yeah, uh, no, <laughs> I know <laughs> no Facebook. It was high five and, uh, all that stuff. Anyway, my space, my space. And so, and so when I came back, I think it was 2004, people were asking me, where are your kids? Uh huh. And I was like, what do you mean? And they're like, well, we all heard that you have three kids and that your husband or your lover, because you've never got married, abandoned you, the father of the kids. Or what? apparently I had one kid from a different dad, something like that. And he had abandoned you because you got pregnant and you never became an actress. 
I was what? like, what? This was a piece of gossip that started floating around in 2000 when I left. And then in 2004, I was supposed to have like a three-year-old kid or something like that. Three kids, by the way. Like I popped them like, yeah. you know, candy. Um, and so I'm going like, what? Who, who's saying this stuff? And they're like, oh, at the university, because I went to a university in El Salvador. And they're like, your peers said that they overheard somebody saying that you got pregnant uh, when you were like 19 or 20, and then you never became an actress. And now you have three kids without a dad. Oh, my God. I was like, what? I mean, and I got upset. I was like, who is saying this stuff? Why aren't they talking about the amazing things I'm doing in Canada? Why are they talking about me being left by a man with three kids? Like the negative is always like more interesting than the positive. I feel exactly. like it's just part of, I don't know if, our, if it's our culture, or if it's just like human nature that we like morbid stuff. We like, you know, like weird there's an explanation to it. I mean, I, I in for this podcast, I would like to say that I'm not very bright and say things like, oh, people are just haters. But let's be honest, you and I are, are very are two very smart women. Yeah. The reason why people do this is because we in this country, we don't have many opportunities to live the best life that we want. Mm -hmm. And I mean that financially, too. Like you don't get to do whatever job you want. Mm -hmm. It's not like in the States where you can be an astronaut if you want, you know. Here, you're limited to certain jobs. And even then, you're not guaranteed that you're going to work in that area. Yeah, I know. So there's a lot of frustration. So what do people do when they're unhappy with their lives? They talk about other people. Mm -hmm. That's what they do. I know that because I do that too. When I'm unhappy with my life, I will look at somebody else who's doing better than me and be like, oh, she's doing that because... Uh, she slept with someone. Oh, because she's rich. Oh, because she's skinny, whatever. Mm -hmm. But the truth is, I'm not really talking about that person. I'm talking about myself. It's yeah. a reflection of my unhappiness. Mm -hmm. So if you have collectively a country that feels frustrated and for the men emasculated, you will have a lot of gossip and you will, ha you will have a lot of people saying things that are untrue, but also that are very hurtful to the people who are thriving. Do you catch up on the times that you do that, like unconsciously? When I criticize or yeah. I, oh, I'm fully aware. And it makes me feel very uncomfortable. It makes me have to sit down and say, what is wrong with my life? Yeah. I don't think I, I mean, I'm a very resentful person. <laughs> so like the only times I'm going to be talking bad about someone is when someone has done something bad to me. But the thing is, perception of being bad is very subjective. Yeah. Like I could say, I don't know, let's just, I don't, let, let's make something up. But let's just say that you went out for ice cream and you didn't call me and ask me if I wanted ice cream. And I'll be like, oh, she's mad at me. She's my best friend, but she's clearly mad at me because she didn't ask me about the ice cream. Mm -hmm. So now my perception is that you've done something to me when perhaps you haven't. So being resentful Maybe, can, get, can get you in a lot but of trouble. No, but no, I mean, yes, being resentful is not a good thing. I, I admit that. But I'm talking about like actual real like stuff that like the person has to know they've done something, something wrong. They okay. have to know. Yeah. That's like the only time that I'm going to. And I know it's not cool. I know it's like kind of fucked up, but I don't know. <laughs> and I don't care. <laughs> and I don't want to talk and about I, it. I don't care. Like, I mean, I'm not going to be like, what's wrong with me? I'm like, no, they're the, they're the bad people. I'm not, huh. I'm not bad. 
See, I am not like that. <laughs> I always question my position, always. And I always doubt my perception of reality. I mean, in a, it, the only positive thing about that is that you never take anything for granted. And there, is, there are no absolutes. Like I will never say I'm 100% right, ever. Mm -hmm. Chances are I will say I'm so confused. <laughs> I'm so wrong. You know, it's more likely that that's going to happen. Um, but, but I do find that when I feel something negative about somebody without a reason, something's wrong with me. I don't understand the people. Oh, that, 100%. percent. Right? Like, if there's like, like a weird feeling about someone that you barely know, or you may, you may know, but if, if, if there's something like weird and they've done nothing wrong and they're actually like good people, good, like good people, then there's a hundred percent a problem with ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. But I know a lot of people, like I recently, I was hearing about a friend of mine was telling me about this girl who hates everybody. Huh? She's like, I hate her because she's a liar. I hate her because she's a slut. I hate her because of how she dresses. I hate her because she's a classist. And I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, okay, hold on, hold on. You can't hate so many people without having to evaluate yourself. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't hate anybody. I don't. That also comes out like with like, how mature you are. I feel like because some people need to just grow up. Yeah. Like I, I, I can see that happening. Like I, I do a lot of teenage girls makeup mm -hmm. and they're always like, you know, the, the co-ed schools, school girls, mm -hmm. they would always talk bad about the all girls school. Mm hmm girls mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. you know la floresta they're like yeah. oh they're sluts and i'm like they're not like they're just is... obviously they grow up in an, in, in an environment with only girls and when they have to put men into the equation like boys into the equation they feel weird about it because they don't have the social skills to like hang out with boys yeah. so they might act a little you know a little strange but that to the other girls are like sluts Oh my God. So I, I think that also has a lot to do with how mature you are. Well, that's the thing, but maturity has nothing to do with age. It has oh, to do of with course Exactly. Yeah. So you see all these women in their thirties, in their forties and they're, I hate her. They watch television. They see the women on TV and they're like, I hate her. She's a slut. I hate her how she dressed. I hear, you know, like, well, yeah. well, hold on. If you're hating so many people, I think the problem lies with you. Mm -hmm. Because like I, I just said like a second ago, I don't hate anybody. There's nobody in this world that has, I mean, that has hurt me so much without me taking accountability for my part in that situation. Mm -hmm. You know, like nobody here is, um, is, uh, what's it called? Innocent. We're all at some point part of something. Right. Mm -hmm. And so if I come and say, oh, I hate her. She's a slut. I'm like, no, no, no. There's something wrong with me that I'm, I'm projecting onto her. Something that I don't like about myself that I'm projecting onto mm -hmm. her. It's not normal to hate people that you don't even know or that you've heard stuff about. You don't know them. That's like saying, I, I hate that book without reading it or saying, I hate this food without trying That's it. That's what I was going to say. Like you can't love or hate anything if you don't know, know them or you haven't tried that. Mm -hmm. And if yeah. somebody says to me, which has happened many times, where I go like, oh, what do you think about this movie? And they go, I hated it. Such a terrible movie. If I went by that person's review, then I wouldn't see that movie. But instead, I am 
a critical thinker, which means mm. I think by myself. I don't, I don't have people surrounding me telling me what to do or what to think. I watch the movie and then I can evaluate. And it turned out in that case, the movie was amazing. Mm -hmm. I loved it. One of the best films I've seen. Which one? Uh, Hunger. Oh, okay. On Netflix. Amazing movie. You know, but if I went with somebody else's review saying it's too slow, it's boring, I didn't get it, I am missing out on the opportunity to learn something. Also, uh -huh. who are you hearing it from, you know, because it's probably someone who doesn't know about, you know, mm -hmm. a film or the film industry. Mm -hmm. It's just like, like believing someone's word when they say, I hate her, I hate this person, and then you realize that your friend was hurt by that person because she stole her boyfriend you know mm -hmm. it's it's very objective you can't it's not subjective, subjective. Mm -hmm. uh you can't really go by someone's word when they're too biased exactly exactly because we all have our positionality in this world mm -hmm. you know the same thing happened with the war this is a controversial subject in el salvador but let's go there mm -hmm. if you ask anybody they'll be like oh the bad people are the guerrilla fighters, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you yeah. know, because I had an hacienda and my hacienda got attacked mm -hmm. by the guerrilla fighters. Okay. Then you ask somebody who was fighting the guerrilla side and they will say, well, the army and the people and the rich people, you know, were the problem because they killed my family. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. Who is right? They're both right in the sense that they have both suffered. Because yeah. you can't, you cannot val invalidate the experience, right? But then statistically speaking, who's right? Who's right? No right or wrong, I feel like. I mean, when it comes to feelings, there's no right or mm -hmm. wrong. I mean, you, they both suffered, mm -hmm. okay? Now, statistically speaking, there is research to show who was more violent. There are numbers that will tell you in the war who committed more crimes, mm -hmm. okay? That is statistics. You don't have to agree with it. You don't have to feel anything about it. But what we're saying is the people will have an opinion because they felt something. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean that that's the absolute truth, though. It's their personal There's, feeling it's their truth. truth. Yeah. It's their emotional truth because mm -hmm. it's not their truth. Yeah. It's their emotional truth. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so if we don't ever have the truth of a person, why should we go and hate them it makes no sense to me mm -hmm. and even if they've hurt you do you know the story behind why they hurt you because hurt people hurt people that's just the truth if you're hurting chances are you will hurt someone mm -hmm. so it's not that that person's a bad person is that person is hurting and they hurt you so it's not as simple as saying she's a villain he's a villain there's something behind. And as humans, we, are, we do not have enough empathy or critical thinking to separate both. Yeah. Also, like, now that we got into, into um, controversial topics, also the, the whole uh, transgender mm -hmm. thing going on in the United States, like, there's a factual truth and there's an emotional truth. Mm -hmm. Like, we are no one to invalidate trans people's feelings and their identity and how they identify that's perfectly fine but there's also a factual truth of bone structure of genetics and stuff you mm -hmm. know so it, it is controversial and like we can't just rule out any truths you know yeah we have to be 
sensitive to these topics and inclusive and not judgmental. Mm -hmm. But that's the thing. We, we don't live in that country, Maria. Yeah. We don't live in a country that is inclusive and or sensitive to the very different topics that are very important to human development. Mm -hmm. So what do you do? I don't know. <laughs> Cry. That's what Vanessa yeah. Tomasino does. She cries at night. <laughs> Cry it out. Cry it out. So what do you do in a country that is so full of gossip, resentment, anger, frustration, and you're a people pleaser like me? <laughs> you see my yeah. dilemma? I mean, you can't control gossip, though. People are going to talk regardless, either good or bad. Even if you're an amazing person that you don't leave your house and you're like a nun, like, they will still you, criticize I'll give you an example. The other day, you actually defended me on social media. Thank you so much. I, I, I recorded a TikTok like, you know, it was a joke. It was sarcastic. It was, you know, a POV saying like, oh, the customer, your client that brings in her own makeup and and it, her foundation is five shades lighter than her actual skin tone. Mm -hmm. And someone replied like, that's not cool for your clients. You think that with this type of content, like people are gonna feel confident like going to get their makeup done with you. And I'm like, it's a fucking joke. Wow. Like grow up and they probably think that I'm a terrible person and that I hate my customers and like I'm telling my customers to not bring their makeup and you know, like, like you don't know me first of all second of all my like my clients they know the kind of person i am they my friends yeah. know the kind of person i am she's amazing they know the kind of service that i provide when i when people Excellent. come in to get their makeup done and they're like they make this public allegation towards me and they have no idea how that might i say might cuz i don't think it's going to impact but how they might impact my business for a fucking joke so like you can't you can't control other people's like opinions and how they gossip and what they say about you mm -hmm. um i mean i feel like you just have to walk on like broken eggshells nowadays because anything that you say is going to be used against you absolutely and that's why i got off twitter yeah the last time i was on twitter i made a comment about my own ptsd with the war I mean, for those of us who live the war, they probably brought up how privileged you are and this and yeah, uh, um, among other things, <laughs> yeah. uh, they said something about me not wanting to live in a peaceful country. And so when I said that it was so weird to see so many armed men on the streets again, it reminded me of the war and it really triggered my anxiety, you know, because the last time I saw so many armed men was when I was a kid, mm -hmm. you know? And so I put that and it was, fuck, looking back on it, it was just a stupid feeling. I don't know why I have, social media is such a, you know, it's such a terrible weapon. You know, you yeah. can use it for good, but they can also use it against you. I was just expressing my PTSD. And they will use it against they you. They will use it against you. I was just feeling really scared and, and it felt weird. And then I had the entire country turn on me. You know, and not only random people, but also obviously the bots, because that's what they get paid yeah. for, um, but also politicians oh my threatening God. my life and i'm going where are where are my rights here you know as a, as a citizen am i not getting protection here like it was such a weird moment in my life 
And that's when I realized that you can't, you can't say this stuff because there's no freedom. I'm not saying that we have to shut up, but, but we have to be very careful mm -hmm. because anything can be taken out of context. Yeah. Anything can be taken out of context anyway. And so coming back to this idea of people pleasing and taking things out of context, do you also have to hide for the rest of your life? I mean, I'm going to say this Maria, and it's the reality. You are in a way, a public figure, not just because you're an actress and you have your your hair salon and stuff like that, but you also get sponsorships by, yeah. by, by, you know, brands and stuff like that. And you are on TikTok, and people appreciate your content. I love your content. You're Thank amazing. You. Thank you so much. Um, so you're a public figure, right? People will come out and say, that they hate you, is that going to make you hide? Will you stop living your life the amazing way that you live your life just because other people feel intimidated or they feel threatened by you? No. 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 Because it's your life. And I feel like, like no one's prepared to, you know, because like, because you're also a public figure. And like any day, you don't know, like you, we don't control the viral virality of the content. We don't know if like tomorrow or in one hour, you're going to go from 14,000 followers to a thousand, a hundred thousand or canceled altogether. Or canceled altogether. Mm -hmm. No one really prepares you for that. Mm -mm. And the emotional toll, it's going to, it can take on you. Mm -hmm. The other day I was talking to, to these girls. I was in a, in a bachelorette party trip actually mm -hmm. and some of the bride's friends that weren't my friends they were talking about it like oh yeah i don't feel bad for celebrities they were talking about um this well-known celebrity she mm -hmm. has a makeup brand i'm not gonna say her name but she has yeah. a makeup brand she talks about a, a lot about emotional health and and mental health mm -hmm. and they're like yeah i don't feel bad for her like like girl you chose to be in the spotlight like you chose to like grow up grow a pair i'm like are you listening to what you're saying? Like to take off the human factor of a celebrity just because they are in the public eye. That's so fucked up. And I'm sorry, girl, that's not how it works. And you know, what's sad too? the idea that they think that you lose your, your rights because you're on TV or in a magazine, just because you're a public figure. That doesn't, doesn't mean that it doesn't hurt that you're not what, human. Yeah. Like, do you deserve to be to be called fat or ugly or do you deserve being told that you should die and go kill yourself like like no and they're like yeah i'm not saying that she that you deserve it but i mean like if you decided to be in the public eye then you should you know suck it up i'm like that does, that's not how it works i'm sorry that's not how it works everyone's human you know and oh I, I hate when people just they throw hate behind a screen or a cell phone like there's someone else receiving that like an actual human being feeling that the the words do hurt but but once again coming back to that about you know words hurting you know for example i i love this i mm -hmm. mark manson brilliant we love him we love him and it's funny because we love him and his way of thinking is very masculine it's not mm -hmm. very feminine yet there's so much truth yeah uh in in his words i mean i think that that sort of rational masculinity is very helpful for us. So this is one of my favorite quotes that I've read from him in the past few weeks. It says, which I have applied, by the way, 
It says you must develop the ability to be disliked in order to free yourself from the prison Ooh. of other people's opinions. Nice. I'm going to I'm going to get that tattooed on my forehead. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Just just listen to it again. You must develop the ability. So it's not a choice. It's an ability, almost like a tool. You must develop the ability to be disliked in order to free yourself from the prison of other people's opinions. I like what you said, like a tool. It's a tool. Like, I feel like with these things, we have to have like a toolbox mm -hmm. with tools and, and, and tactics and, and stuff in order to be able to navigate these things. Yeah these circumstances, these things that we cannot control to be able to be free. These are tools. Yeah. And you know what I like? It's the idea of you develop the notion, you know, to be disliked. You develop that strategy, strategy of saying, I don't have to be loved by everybody, which is what we wake up in the that's morning. Where want, that's where I wanted to get to. That's yeah. where I wanted to get to. Why do you think some people, because I'm, I'm pretty sure we have, we are the same way in this, in this thing. Mm -hmm. Why do you think we, we want to be loved by everyone? And like when one, mm -hmm. even though 10 people love us, if one of them mm -hmm. shows hate, why is that louder than the love we receive? Mm -hmm. It's because we want validation and we feel that the one person that throws hate at us is invalidating our life. It's mm -hmm. almost, that's why we put so much weight on that voice. Mm -hmm. You have 10 people saying, Maria, we love you. And then you have this one sour, sour puss girl yeah. saying, I hate her because she speaks English. You know? Oh my gosh. I hate like, like, yeah. like what the fuck? Exactly. Why so, does it hurt so much? It that hurts I can so much because you're like, why is this one person? And she's, she's not, and she doesn't understand me. Who cares? Yeah. The fuck cares? Like, and that's the thing with this, right? Here's somebody wrote in, at the end of the message. They, they say, yes. But how? Mm -hmm. The how is in action. The way I applied this quote was, let me be disliked. Yeah. Let me be disliked. I'm no longer going to be this Vanessa who is nice and always respectful and innocent. You want to call me crazy? Bitch, I can show you crazy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. I like now I have this, this hate towards hate policy mm -hmm. in my social media. Like I am not the one who was going to spread hate, but if you make like a snarky, mean comment, I'm going to come at, back at you 10 times worse. Yes. I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not going to be, you know, wishy -washy. swallowing up mm -hmm. like this type of stuff. Like, I'm like, no, I'm in my unapologetic era. I don't give a fuck because you have accepted the ability to be disliked yeah. and that will free you from everybody else's opinion. Yeah. See, that's what I'm Love working that. on. I'm working on that too. The other day I went to this bar and they had this um, devil horns with a tail. And I'm thinking to myself, mm, I can't be that. I'm an angel, right? Oh, fuck Bullshit. That. Yeah. I can be a bitch too. So I took a picture. <laughs> I took a picture with the, with, the, with the horns and the tail. And it looked, damn, it looked good on me. Did I show you the picture? Hold on. Let me show you this. It, I look really good. And then... I couldn't post it. I couldn't post it on my. Go here. Oh. Gen Z. <laughs> okay. Let's see the picture. Okay. Okay. So let me show you the picture. Nice. Right? I love it. Me too. I love it too. It's so much fun. Where is that? 
um at a bar i can't remember the name <laughs> can you see it? it it doesn't matter um <laughs> uh, so i hesitated to post it you know part of me was like what is wrong with being disliked what is wrong like what's worst case scenario some some girl writes to me and says i hate you you're a bitch you destroyed my life you know and i'm going to be like okay yeah what am i going to do about that yes you can hurt me but the only way you're gonna hurt me is if i let you hurt me mm -hmm. damn right i love that right yeah so what's wrong with being disliked i think you're right i think we have to be in that era of fuck it hate me if you want yeah the unlikable era <laughs> unlikable era you know what it doesn't matter because you who are probably throwing hate on us you're probably also disliked by somebody else you probably don't like yourself <laughs> yes you probably don't like yourself and then you dislike us and then maybe a lot of other people might dislike yeah. you too mm -hmm. let that sink in so if, if you're not liked you're disliked by others and you're disliking us why should it matter to us my question is are you paying my house and my rent are you giving me employment are you giving love to me are you sleeping with me are you marrying me do you give me money for my car do you uh, buy me trips do i owe you something no then does it matter what you have to say about my life no Probably not. Chances are I will move to another country and I will never see you again. What if we don't even know this person? We That's the thing. Most people that hate on us on, com on the computers and cell phones. Yeah. I'm so old. I said computers. Yeah. I mean, on the phone, on <laughs> online. Uh, oh, listen, listen, listen. The people who hate on us on the internet, <laughs> on no, the line. Stop. No, not the internet. I'm such an old person. Not the internet. On social media. Okay, so the people who hate us on social media. Such a Karen. Thing <laughs> I know, I'm so old. Okay. Um, people who hate on us on social media, we don't even know them. We don't know them. Mm -hmm. And chances are, if you are bitter towards us, it's because your life is sad. You know, I don't know any successful person who's happy and successful who's hating on other people because they don't have time. They don't care. Yeah. So yeah, so when I when I read that quote about being disliked, it really changed my life. And and then it, what when the lady or the person behind said yes, but how? The how is in action, saying, yeah. "Let me be disliked. What's yeah. what's wrong?" You start making choices for yourself. How are you gonna dress? Do you want to dress with that that tight 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 dress? Go right ahead. Mm -hmm. Who cares? You want to wear a short short? Girl, go right ahead. Nobody should have any say on how you dress, on how you look, on how on what you do. They don't live your life. They don't pay your rent. They don't give you a job. Why should it matter? But we let it. We let it. We let I think it. it's it's human nature as well. Like we we want to be loved. We want to be accepted. We but it, fuck that. Honestly, but at what cost? It's exhausting. It's exhausting. Yes. At what cost? Anxiety. Because that's what happens to me. Yeah. The moment I hear somebody says, oh, Vanessa, this girl says she hates you because um, because the class that she took with you uh, was too short. 
and I go, oh my God, I should have made it two hour long instead of an hour and a half. And have less time with my children. Exactly. And yeah. then I'm, I'm at home going like, oh my God, I'm such a terrible teacher. You know, maybe it was two hours. I should have done two hours. Yeah. The other person's at home watching Netflix, super happy. And I'm crying at home mm -hmm. because I didn't give this person an extra 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. No, I don't have to be liked by that person. What's wrong? What's wrong? Why would, why do we have to be liked by everybody? It's not, we're not compatible all the time. Not all people like pizza. Not all people like sushi. And yeah. yet we're not telling people, oh, you better like pizza, you know? Mm -hmm. And the pizza's not worried. They don't like me. <laughs> Fuck, go buy hamburger. Yeah. So why do we do it? Because we want to be loved. We want to be loved. But it's almost like we want their love, not ours. Mm -hmm. You know, I was thinking about that. I'm like, wow, I'm so desperate and so needy to be loved by everybody that I'm forgetting to be loved by myself because I'm doing things that I don't want to do just and to by please the that person. close to you as well. Yeah. And like, the people close to you. Like the love that matters is your immediate family, mm -hmm. yours, mm -hmm. your partners and your children, your, mm -hmm. your kids. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And even then we don't see eye to eye with our immediate yeah. family. No, but I mean, it ma like if you have a close relationship, it ma at least for me, it matters. Of course it matters. My parents, whenever they say anything bad about me, they You're destroy like, oh, me. Yeah, same. And so I'm trying to accept the fact that they do that to hurt me because they're angry. But I can't let it, I can't keep, I can't stay there, you know? Mm. It's like, now what I do is I, I listen to them, right? I'm like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I go, I hear you. I'm not really hearing because that, that, when, <laughs> when they start saying bad things about me, I'm like, I tune out, you know? I'm like, I hear you, but, and then I come back with something mm -hmm. else, you know? And I don't let that sink in anymore because it can be very hurtful. So I think this is a very important lesson that we need to learn now before it gets before it's too late before you get to your 80s and you realize that the life that you have is not your life but the life everybody wanted for you before you get to your 80s and you regret your life i think this is a time to set boundaries to say what you like what you don't like and if you screw up there's nothing wrong with screwing up you get up you get up, get back up and try again. Yes. If somebody doesn't like you, it doesn't matter. You don't have to be liked by everybody. Let's be disliked by a few people. Because if you're disliked, chances are you're doing something right. Because those people dislike you because you have what they don't have. And maybe just maybe I'm being positive here. Silver lining. Maybe that will be the catalyst. That hate will be the catalyst for people to change. Maybe throwing so much hate to somebody may help them realize that there's something wrong with them and they may want to change their lives. Who knows? Mm. But once again, it's not our responsibility. No. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's been a very <laughs> insightful episode. I feel like I need a, like three drinks. Love to be back. Love I to miss be back. it so much. It's like I therapy. miss it so much. <laughs> I yeah, miss you. I miss you so, so much. Yeah, it, it's our weekly therapy that we needed. Yeah. 
we get so caught up with our work and we're both super busy and we have families yeah. and a life that we forget to take time for this for ourselves we do have a life we, i in know in case you were wondering i know <laughs> and we are so disliked by many people and that's okay <laughs> we do have a life but but i think we need to we need to make sure we commit to this yeah because it's not just good for us but i think it's good for our listeners who sometimes feel that they're alone and you're not we're still here <laughs> a little late but, still but we're here. still here <laughs> if you want to send us a message you can message maria on her socials you can find me as mf bruson on tiktok and instagram and you can find me as vanessa tomasino one n one s on tiktok and instagram that's correct don't be shy we are super nice people. We will listen to your complaints. And <laughs> but if you like hate it. us, we'll hate you back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with you disliking me. Don't worry about it. Um, but yeah, and if you want us to touch on a, on a subject, feel free to send us as well that message. Take care. Have a great week. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.